Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. I'm in Zephyr A, and Amanda is in Zephyr B. This is season 25 for me and season 21 for Amanda. This is day two of season 93. Our first question asks us to uh, tell what movie The Way of Water is the sequel to. This is Avatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as I... I, I honestly don't know whether I read anything past the first four words. Just the way of water. Oh, that's the Avatar sequel. Mm-hmm. It's just been big lately, so I knew it. That's yeah. all. Uh, yeah, I didn't uh, know the official title of it, but uh, I knew that a sequel to it is coming out. I thought the timing sounded right, and I knew that the Avatar sequel was initially supposed to come out way long ago. Um you know, which the question references. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have to kind of sort out in my head a little bit whether I was thinking of like the James Cameron Avatar or Avatar The Last Airbender or some iteration mm-hmm. of that. Um, but, you know, just the fact of the sequel being sort of postponed for years and years, um, I was pretty sure that had to do with um, the, the James Cam- Cameron Avatar that is just called Avatar. So that's what I put down. And that was correct. Question two asks us, what popular game was originally known as the box that sparked and made noise when it was invented in 1962? So this one is very much sort of piecing together, like, what could I picture as a game that's still in use today? Um, And I'm not sure how, how we're defining popular in this sense that's one of those you know kind of uh soft words that's not very easily defined i mean probably you can find a copy in a lot of target stores i don't know but but like i don't know how how well it sells these days uh but i'm getting ahead of myself so the box that sparked and make made noise made me think pretty quickly of operation because i thought that's the thing where you kind of get like you know, buzzed or jolted or, or shocked a little bit when you touch the, the edge of the little openings as you're trying to take out the, the weird looking dudes, fake organs. Um, and so I, I mean, I tried to think, is there some other game that's like that where you kind of get buzzed or shocked or whatever? And I thought about, you know, perfection, which is the, the thing where you're supposed to put the shapes in and then it pops up if you don't do it fast enough. Um, and those are really about the only two games I could think of that were board games and that had this kind of electric or electronic component that was very mechanical like that, that was, you know, sparked and made noise, sounded very, um, like, just kind of crudely inserting electricity into a game because you can. <laughs> um, and so I thought, well, I'm not even sure operation now that i think about it although i didn't think about this earlier um is not really electronic it's it's a mechanical spring-loaded kind of thing i think and you twist the dial and then it ticks down for a few minutes and perfection yeah yeah um and so you know that wouldn't have made sense in any event but um you know i really couldn't think of anything beyond operation that could possibly fit this as as at least a long-lived game if not a popular one today like i just i just know how many people are buying operation sets for people anymore um so 
you know, is that the long story short is that operation was the only thing that seemed to fit the bill. Yeah. I just couldn't, I, I, I couldn't figure this one out. I just couldn't, couldn't grab it. Um, ah. I, I, I also figured, okay, this is something that clearly has been sort of, uh, tamped down like there are uh-huh. <laughs> there are board games that spark for god's sake yeah um and i just couldn't i probably because i didn't play operation very much and i hate dexterity games because i have mm. a tremor in my hand mm-hmm. and i have never been able to, to do well at it in particular and dexterity games generally um so i it it does not occupy the space in my brain that it does for a lot of other board gamers in particular and sure. kids of our generation as well. So, mm-hmm. um, so I just tried to figure out what games you know, make a lot of noise and, and what board games make a lot of noise and clatter and the like. And I thought of perfection. Mm-hmm. Thought of, and I just, but I just couldn't. I thought of Mousetrap initially. Might mm. might have been like maybe originally the you know, you're putting this whole contraption together and it either sparked and made noise or acted like it did. Um, but just it, eventually I went with Trouble just because that's kind oh. of one of the, the noisier games in and of itself. Right, with the popping yeah, dice Yeah, the popping thing. dice, the pop Okay. But yeah, I, I knew I wasn't going to get this one, but I just couldn't get to it. Ah, I hate when that happens. And Operation was the correct answer. Question three asks us to uh, name the field of study that has to do with the mechanical properties of liquids and particularly the way they flow and transmit pressure. So I said fluid dynamics. Mm. uh, And I I read back over the question several times to make sure that neither the word fluid nor the word dynamics was in there. Good point. Uh, And neither was. So that's what I went with. Okay. Yeah, this one, um, when I read over it, it really sort of evoked some sort of hydraulic system, mm. um, especially the transmission of pressure, because that's what a hydraulic thing does, as, as far as I know. And it was really the, like, I tried to um, think of other um, possible, you know, words that could fit this kind of definition. I thought of, like hydrodynamics or you know hydrophysics or things that didn't sound quite right and i thought you know hydraulics really sounds like that is a a good specific term for what this is referring to especially with you know applying it to engineering like basically using it in some sort of um, machine or device or something that you know requires this kind of movement or or whatever you call it. So, um, I, you know, I just kept circling back to hydraulics and that's what I put down. I wish I'd come up with that instead because it's, it's hydraulics. That's the, that's in particular the pressure part. Yeah. Fluid dynamics is more about movement. Okay. So I don't think that, I, I I think you could make an argument that fluid dynamics might count, but Mm -hmm. I, I think the, the pressure part is, uh, more precisely hydraulics. So I'm not betting on getting this one. Yeah, with the I, with the particularly modifier, I think mm-hmm. that may be the case. Yeah. 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 That's too bad. Yeah. Question four asks us what country uh, contains the Kiel Canal? 
so this one for me was basically with my, you know, uh, somewhat crummy geography record, um, like rolling a sort of six-sided die of Northern European countries and, and picking <laughs> one that sounded pretty good. Yep. Um, I went through and I thought, you know, this could be any of, uh, since I didn't know it, uh, Denmark, um, Netherlands, Germany, Norway, Sweden, Finland. Um, and just thinking about like, I sort of know where the Baltic Sea is. I know the North Sea is, you know, way up north there. Um, and so I thought, okay, this is, this sounds to me like, you know, how that, the, the peninsula on which Sweden and Norway uh, are based kind of hangs out over. And then there's that narrow point where I would have thought a canal might be, you know, there to connect uh, the North Sea with the Baltic Sea. But I, you know, I just really couldn't picture this adequately in my head. Um, I don't know the name, you know, what this refers to. Um, and so I ended up going with Norway because I think I finally kind of settled in my head that like Sweden is the westmost and then it's Norway and Finland as you go sort of west to east across that kind of peninsular area. And not that Finland is on that peninsula, though. I don't mean to imply that. Anyway, I put down Norway because it sounded as good as anything. Uh, so this is... Oddly enough, also a board game question. Oh. Uh, in that Kiel is one of the home provinces of Germany in the board game Diplomacy. Oh, okay. Uh, unfortunately, I did not remember that per se. Ew. Uh What I remembered is that it connects the North Sea and the Baltic Sea uh, with a canal <laughs> just mm -hmm. below the territory of Denmark Oh. Uh, on the map. Uh-huh. And so I thought, well... I know it's part of Germany in the game, but that doesn't really mean anything. So mm. maybe it's maybe the canal is in Denmark anyway. Okay. Um, because I know that Denmark is you know the the narrow part that sticks up out of Europe, right? In between those two bodies of water, uh, and I figured that, uh, and I, I didn't realize that Germany, or I thought that Germany did not go that far up on the peninsula. Uh, far enough that it would be that it would make sense to put a canal there versus just in the Denmark part. Sure. Uh, so I said Denmark. Uh, unfortunately for both of us, it was Germany. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it just does go. Yeah, you know, does go far enough. Because I, I mean, even if I had known about there being a Kiel province or whatever, like so many of those countries speak a Germanic language, like mm -hmm. why couldn't something else named oh, yeah. Kiel? Yeah. be anywhere else. I mean, and that's right kind of my rationale with Norway and it's, stuff. It's like, I'm looking on Google Maps here, it's like 20 miles south of Denmark. Oh, yeah. So it, it, is, it is on that peninsula. Right. Uh, it's just Germany goes a little farther up that peninsula than I thought it did. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. Question five asks us, uh, between VE Day and VJ Day, uh, what did a U.S. Army B-25 Mitchell bomber crash into? This was the Empire State Building. Uh, I if you remember so. at the <laughs> after nine eleven uh, that uh, the the somewhat famous picture of smoke coming out of the Empire State Building oh. kind of had a resurgence of I don't want to say popularity but notoriety. Uh, sure, you know, uh, and 
Unfortunately, it, it, a, a fair amount of that notoriety came from the jet fuel can't melt steel beams crowd Ugh. who pointed out, you know, hey, this was like a World War II bomber that hit the Empire State Building and didn't knock it down, didn't do any permanent damage, blah, 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 blah. Well, there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. part of it being the bomber was not being accelerated into the Empire State Building at the time with the intent of destroying it. Um, but yeah, it... Uh, just was flying the eastern seaboard and you know back in those days there wasn't that there wasn't the the level of air traffic control that there is mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. uh, and they didn't have i don't i don't think they had onboard radar or the like really to be able to detect those things at all so they were just flying on pure dead reckoning and in the fog there was nothing for them to reckon against and why in the world would you hit a building when you were they, they were fairly oh, yeah. high in the air yeah, the and air. they knew it and they probably knew their altitude but bam there was then the largest and tallest building in the world mm. and that's what happened wow well i didn't know that so um i i took i, I sort of tried to do the math here of like so if, if ve day has happened then and and vj day is upcoming then where might a bomber be flying to and from in that interim period? Mm. And I had to kind of rule out for myself, like, did it hit a mountain? Did it hit, like, Mount Everest or some other, you know, um, tall, like, landmark like that? Um, but then I thought, well, no, I, you know, why would it be over Mount Everest in the first place? Um, I tried to think of a European mountain. Did it hit Mount Blanc? Did it hit, you know... The, and that's the end of my knowledge of European mountains right there. Um, and so then I thought, well, you know, if the army is still doing operations in the Pacific theater, um, then maybe it's flying from like, say the San Francisco Bay area out, you know, to the Pacific or Japan or, or wherever it might be, um, you know, starting from a point like that. And that clicked with me enough thinking, you know, it got lost in fog. So I thought San Francisco has a lot of fog, right? So, okay, then what's the most, you know, the biggest San Francisco landmark I can think of would be the Golden Gate Bridge. And so I thought, sure, that, you know, that kind of all, all hangs together um, as a little narrative there for me. Uh, so I put down Golden Gate Bridge. It was Empire State Building. Of course it was. Darn it, anyway. Question six uh, gives us another wordplay category. <laughs> the bane of my existence. I swear to God, Alex Trebek was the oh. only thing standing in their way on Jeopardy. <laughs> Asks us for a heteronym that is a word for a certain alcoholic drink and a word that some dictionaries define as end or purpose. Right. Um, and so this is definitely the one that nearly killed me dead, um, that j just about broke my brain, um, because I started out from a very sort of Eurocentric place of just like, there are any number of French words in particular, and certainly other ones that, um, other, you know, words in other languages that have been borrowed by English or, um, 
you know, have some other etymology, but the spellings have merged. Um, and so, you know, it, I was trying to think of just every, uh, alcoholic beverage I could think of. And I noted the phrasing of this was sort of very specifically nonspecific, um, a certain alcoholic drink. So are we talking about a mixed drink? Are we talking about a type of alcohol like wine, beer, or liquor? Um, you know, what, what in the world is this actually, uh, going for in a that brand. sense? Could be, yeah. sure. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought about a lot of different brands, a lot of different types of liquors and liqueurs and wines and beers and, 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 um, and it just took me a really long time to try to land on, you know, something that could be spelled a certain way, pronounced two different ways, and then throwing in this, this dictionary definition piece. Um, I also tried to think of all the different words I could think of for end or purpose, like it's, it's function, it's, it's a uh, reason, it's, you know, all, all sorts of different words that didn't, you know, click with anything on the alcoholic drink side of things. Um, and finally I tried to, to kind of home in on it through, you know, thinking, okay, maybe it's something with, um, maybe it, like I kind of shifted a little bit and thought maybe it's something with Spanish, because if you think about the fact that there, you know, several letters of the alphabet are pronounced differently, um, and I thought, you know, well, what about like a mojito? What if there's a Spanish drink or cocktail called a mojo? Because a mojito would be a little mojo. Mm -hmm. And then mojo is kind of like motivation or, you know, is that you know, there? there's kind of some weasel words here in the questions about some dictionaries define as. And so, you know, you're thinking of maybe not the top like definition of whatever this word is you know maybe this is the third or fourth definition on the list so i got that far and i thought what about something that's kind of like um gotten an, an a sound at the end but like is spelled with an et like you know french uh, cabernet um there's maybe something like that that's um uh you know, equivalent that has a different, a different word equivalent in English or spelling equivalent, I guess. Um, and that I think is what finally, um, you know, uh, worked a little crack into my, um, the track that my brain was stuck on. And I thought, you know, started thinking of drinks outside of that Eurocentric sphere a little more, um, because thinking it had to be, you know, I'm leaning towards it's got to be more of a certain type of alcohol rather than a specific mixed drink or a brand name. Mm -hmm. And finally, that got me around to sake and sake. And, you know, that just was like, I, once I finally hit on that, like, <laughs> I, it took me hours and hours and hours because and, and it was the only one that I thought of this hard, like the, the other ones that I got and even the one that I missed, just they had a pretty neat little path to get to them and they seemed pretty reasonable. And I put them down 
And then this one, I just racked my brains over for, I, I figured it has to be something I know also. Like it, it's not something mm-hmm. super mm-hmm. exotic. It's yeah. not per nod. It's not like, um, I don't know, something that I, that people haven't heard of. Yep. So that's what, you know, kind of mixing that in there too, uh, helped me think of it. It has to be a pretty simple word. Um, like, it, like probably an English, you know, um, derived from Germanic or old English kind of word, as opposed to a Latinate kind of French word. Anyway, this whole, you know, mix of inputs into my brain, just kind of cranking through those for, you know, since I got up at <laughs> 630 in the frickin morning till, I don't know, it was certainly after lunch. Yeah, it was after lunch. That I that I landed on it. Um, so that's, you know, cheers to me for um, uh, following the rule of if you think you know it, you know it. Um, but it's, it, it, it nearly killed me. So I put down S-A-K-E. I, it also almost killed me, but I just couldn't, couldn't get to it either. Mm. And that, spoiler. Uh, and I just, I I was fooled and came around uh, to it the wrong way by the part where it says a word some dictionaries define as end or purpose. And that got me to thinking, okay, he doesn't just mean any kind of dictionary. He doesn't mean a dictionary. Uh-huh. Uh, it's It means some kind of very specialized dictionary, perhaps even a foreign language dictionary. I had thought of that too, yeah. Um, which seemed unfair, but... Yeah, know, well, yeah. I couldn't think of anything else. So I just eventually just... Even, even though I was trying to think along those lines, I still couldn't think of anything. Mm. Uh, and... Finally, I just more or less gave up and said beer because I kind of figured like beer, like <laughs> maybe if you hyphenated it or maybe it was, you know, as I said, a foreign language of some kind. And that was an, the infinitive of a verb I just didn't recognize in Spanish mm-hmm. or something like that. And mainly right. I just wanted to be done with it because I was Ugh. this whole day was just killing me. So yeah, that's what I went with. And you were right, and it was sake or sake, and I got two on the day. I had all of four. Um, uh, for all the good it did me, I, I was up against uh, a friend today, and uh, I am fairly certain he got five. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm I fairly certain I'm out of luck on the day, because I think we both threed uh, the Empire State Building question and both got it wrong. Yeah. So I think probably I'm out of luck here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so, I mean, you know, on, on the one side of things, I do feel in some ways, I always feel good about a day when I outperform you cause you are, mm-hmm. um, so good at trivia and I was actually feeling pretty good cause a couple other of my friends got like one and two as well. Oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. You, know, you I don't came think it down was with four and at least one other person I think had five on the day. So yeah yeah um yeah it's it's a very weird weird. streaky one yeah Yeah. um uh and i was a little i feel like i should have done better on a day with two board game questions 
Is were there two? Oh, the, I guess you said there was keel, one sort of the keel one roundabout one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, and I mean, uh, but uh, you know, food or drink is is way out of your, um, your wheelhouse. I part of the reason I just couldn't let myself give in and give up on that question is my top two categories are food and drink and language. Yeah. And it was sheer. And so, you know, in retrospect, I thought, you know, I'll probably get zero points for this stupid thing. But but damned if my pride will not will let me <laughs> just, you know, give in and, and, and put whatever down. Mm. Um, so that that'll have to just be my point of pride for the day, because I think I'm out of luck on on actually notching a win on this. But sometimes that's how the chips fall. Yep. So that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat. Even when you really want to, because you've only got two on the day. Oh, my goodness.